0: hello and welcome to episode 337 of the universe podcast i'm your host jeff glucker joining me is my buddy ron Bob. what's up ron what's happening how are you good how, how's um how's your computer and your phone? <laughs> it's an
1: absolute mess all of it we're, we're i'm recording it, all on my it, phone it as opposed to my computer as we normally do because this is the third week in a row of just Outrageous and super frustrating technical difficulties. So, I don't know what's going on, but uh, we're here. And if uh, if we freeze, I'm just throwing everything out the window: computer, phone, sure. everything.
0: I guarantee you, recording on your phone um, and it, me on the mic, people are going to be like, "Oh, now their levels are finally right. even." Just when we're like backing right. down, technology, but whatever. That's that's all what happens. Um, let's let's dive into some stuff. Uh, get it. I didn't send you. An, I didn't send you an outline because I wrote it five minutes before it started. Um, so first things first. Uh, what the hell happened to the Huna portion? Ooh,
1: it, do, are we are we not referring it to it to it as the Huna pig? I just don't like. I just don't
0: like the Huna pig. I, I, I Huna, just don't like Huna, Huna Spain. Pig. That's like a Huna says. pig. Internally, yeah, they anyway, don't no, like they don't. They don't give a shit. That's, that's what, it's like always it. been
1: as long as I've been hearing okay. about it. The actual unveiling was the first time I ever heard Huna Pegasus, and I was like, "Oh, just like everybody else, we we're just like, mm, it's not uh, not silky smooth, like uh, rolling off the tongue." I'm gonna call it
0: the Hoonigan
1: Pikes Peak there you Porsche. Go. <laughs> well, uh, so what I mean, I'm no mechanic. I'm not, you know, Derek Dauncey. I'm not. Uh, I'm also not kin, and I don't work for Hoonigan Racing Division. But um, I know the basics. The car dropped a valve uh during practice and created some really i guess you know unfixable damage and uh ken was basically out of the race before qualifying so uh they kind of they didn't pack it up and and head home they uh they stuck around for the fan fest and all the the cool stuff uh leading up to the race and it sounds like uh i don't know a, a lot of people's stress levels dropped uh dramatically once oh, once the car yeah. was officially out of the race and uh, they were kind of able I to bet. enjoy themselves and get sleep so you know there's not necessarily a silver lining to this except that uh they get to do it again next year and um hopefully mobile one you know bbi rotoform all the partners uh are satisfied and ken kicks ass so it sucks that it wasn't, you know, it wasn't there for the 100th running, you know, and uh, all the pop and circumstance yeah. surrounding that. But, uh, you know, nobody
0: got hurt. Nobody died. So I think it had two engine failures, right? Like one was valves and then the next one was the block. That may be like true.
1: That. I honestly don't know the the text that I got from uh, Mr. Sam Dobbins, who is now uh, Ken's marketing director. Um, oh, oh okay. I, ooh, I hope I, I hope it's okay to say that. <laughs>
0: I, I, like we can, I, I can blanket it if it's not because this one runs uh, I'll
1: next. I'll text week. him. I'm sure it'll be fine by next week. But um, yeah, anyhow, okay. that's uh, that was a text that I got, and um, yeah, it was super disappointing for a lot of people, obviously. But um, you know, the uh, like I said, nobody got hurt. You know, it was just unfortunate.
0: Yeah, that that that's a bummer. The car, the car is cool. It would have been really cool to see what it could do. Um, it, would have, it, it wouldn't have broken any records based on the conditions right, right. on the mountain because um, that – I mean, I don't know how much you watched of the race. Uh, I watched – I didn't watch it live, but I, I watched some of it, and the top half of that mountain was insane.
1: Just ice and snow, right? Um,
0: anybody doing the, the open-wheel car stuff was just bananas, uh, but the weather at the top was some of the worst it's been in, in years, I think, right. up there. Um but but the people who did run and compete and, and and no there was no nothing catastrophic that happened, which is always good to hear. Um the best was the dude who rolled yes, the, the buggy. And, yeah. That's the cool Bro, that's one of the coolest things. I don't know. If ever he even took
1: his split off the gas. He was like back in right. it and on track or on the road like within two seconds, like no hesitation whatsoever. That's, that was so gangster
0: though it's like indicative of that type totally. of driver like a king of hammer driver like everybody else at pike's peak was probably like what and everybody else from like the desert world was like mm-hmm. hell yeah that's you know <laughs> um it's it's the coolest shit ever if you haven't seen that video or, or just go find it i think the guy's name is levi shirley if i'm not mistaken yeah like you said ultra four buggy type truck um, rolled it in a corner, and as soon as it landed on four wheels, he was back I up. I mean, the hill. It's, it's it, was, it was
1: like he planned it. Like it was just like it was.
0: Yeah, it was, so smooth. Smooth. Yeah. Um, it was super awesome. Now speaking of rotiform stuff, well, hold on really uh, quick.
1: We got Therefore. to recognize our buddy Johnny Lieberman. Johnny made it to the top. Oh yeah, yeah, sure, Johnny sure. did not flip. Johnny did not go off the mountain. He didn't set any records, but I mean, you know, conditions were what they were. But uh, super proud of him and uh, happy for him to uh, to have been able to celebrate that with his family. His his wife and his his son were there at the at the finish line. I think.
0: They, and they, well, they were at the the start line. Oh, they, they waved the, the green flag. Oh god, yeah. my bad. I think they made it. So they, they waved the green flag for him, and then they probably took the train up once he was at the top because there, there was Got a it. train. Yeah, I saw him at the finish line, up. but I,
1: I thought they were there waiting for
0: him. I didn't realize they waved him off. That's no, like his Yeah, it's like his boy was waving That's the green sick. flag, which is super cool. And, yes, major props to Johnny for doing it, especially in those conditions. Even in, like, normal conditions, it's a daunting thing. Yeah. Um, and, and Johnny has tons of experience driving a car, but he's not a mm-hmm. race car driver. So he put in the training. He You know, he he, he worked with the, the right people like Jeff Swarton. I forget the name of his trainer on the yep. sim, but people who know what right. they're doing. So he did it right. And the, whoever designed his helmet, that that helmet's so dope. I love the it design is. of the helmet.
1: Although uh, I, I thought there was a missed that, opportunity. I thought they could have turned the Zuckerman head into a 3D print, a wrap of, of his helmet. And just yeah. added Johnny's beard, to him. Like, and that like that would have just irritated the shit out of both of them. That would have just been the perfect irony. Yes,
0: <laughs> almost like uh, when Farrah did like the Homer right. Simpson helmet, and yeah, yeah, there's the, yeah. Um, uh, back to speaking about sure. rotiforms. Um, Mike Burroughs from Stance mm-hmm. work. He finally has his rotiforms, and they look
1: dope on as his k swapped Ferrari three twenty eight or three oh eight. I can't remember
0: three oh eight. Um. This is what the car looks like. I don't know if you can see it on your screen, but I'm sharing it right now. Um, let me see cleaning if my up. Glasses. Yeah, you can see uh, it there. Uh. Um, so this is a good shot that he, Mike posted to Instagram uh, on the wheels, and I think those wheels are sick. Um, they look really good, especially the offset on the rear. Um, they just add a lot of character to the car, and I know he's been waiting for these for a while, and I think he, it, it sounds like he's pretty stoked just to have the car on the yep. ground. Um, it has a ways to go, obviously, but you know he's it's 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 come a long way, and it's getting real close for him to to do some cool yeah, stuff with it. I gotta it. check um,
1: in on the channel and uh, and see what's left. It's been probably a couple months since uh, since I checked in on that. Because you're you're not involved in that. No, project, no, no, no. Like right? the, the forge stuff like that, like the you know the custom and one off stuff. I don't really have any involvement in. Um, sometimes we take that as inspiration um for the cast line but you know i do uh design development right. for all the cast stuff in particular unless i have something that just i think is amazing that uh we want to make in like three piece or forge model but
0: um speaking of wheels i had a random i just thought of something so i was looking i found on cars and bids i think it was there's uh, an econoline mm-hmm. van like a, like a 90s-era Econoline with the Airstream treatment, hmm. like period Airstream treatment. So it's a really cool camper van, and it has some ugly wheels on it. And I was like, this thing's the, so sick. All you got to do is change the wheels. And I was like, "Ah, you know, if I threw some, like, 1552 analogs on it. But then I was like, what about um, load ratings for wheels? So the load rating on those wheels, it says they're 2,500. Is that at each corner that wheel is rated for 2,500
1: yeah. <clears> pounds? And that okay. you know, you don't want your GVWR, GWR, whatever, like, uh, um, yeah. yeah, to ex- gross vehicle weight rating. Yeah, so you don't want that to exceed uh, your wheels load rating. So you know, it's not twenty five hundred. Uh, like a twenty five hundred pound wheel is really suitable for like a six thousand pound truck. Like you know, because okay, you, like. Uh, Typically, a truck like that, an HD truck, you know, has, you know, heavy payload capacity, obviously towing capacity and all of that. Your wheels have to be load rated to carry all of that, even though the the trailer does support the weight. But you want your wheels to not just barely cover the GVWR of your vehicle. Right,
0: right um because i posted it on twitter and then um uh Lindbergh who's a great off-road enthusiast mm-hmm. and photographer um has a montero they also have a yep. troopy which looks good because we were going back and forth talking about was like te's i'm like yeah that's like cheating but like i don't think they'd work on this truck and i photoshopped the 1552s uh the analogs and another wheel i was like but what but then i was like what's the weight though of this thing and he, he googled it and said it was like 9400 pounds yeah. and the weight rating of the wheels is 10,000 yeah. pounds so like i mean that that's not that it is safe. not like
1: there's uh you know there's well, there are wheels that are made for those particular like high load applications like in our black rhino line in fuel even um, kmc you know there's there's hd wheels that are really intended for eight lug and like high load uh, capacity vehicles so they'll have you know upwards of that but uh, i mean 2500 is is on the higher end for a like standard passenger car or road vehicle wheel you know it's like that's that would be sufficient on like a hummer you know uh most uh most hd trucks but there are hd like wheels that that far exceed that load capacity
0: right 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 okay okay sorry that just popped and in my head typically and you want to do like it, a,
1: uh, on something like that you want to do like a forged wheel to kind of typically double that that load capacity
0: hmm. well, i was thinking the smarter thing would probably do whatever like some like steel RV wheels, you know, like that, that fit. Um, uh, now speak, staying in the, uh, the off road space. Um, he used to write for Jalopnik, I believe, but now he's at road track, uh, Mac Hogan, who's a friend of Hooniverse. He posted something on Twitter where he's like, Hey, asking for a friend. If you, if you had to, he's like, but not really. I'm asking for me. He has a, a Lexus LX470. And the ACH failed, and it needs to sell it. And ACH is the, um, or sorry, AHC auto mm. height control. Mm. So in the second gen and forward, they they fit Land Cruisers and LXs with uh, auto height control. So when you go off road, you can raise it up. When you're driving, is you it lower air it. Air or hydraulic? And it it's hydraulic. Say that the, with the utmost like confidence. 90, yeah, I'm like ninety percent sure it's hydraulic um i just want to confirm that uh hc suspension fluid yeah it's it's uh yeah Yeah. it's hydraulic it's hydraulic um so he he had this truck let me pull it up here because i have it open in a tab um so he posted he's like how much you know should i expect for this and i was like oh well send me info on it i'll write a post on hooniverse because i think that's actually kind of fascinating so I wrote how much would you pay for this? And it's otherwise like a really clean mm-hmm. truck. Um, the paint's cool, you know, and everybody wants one of these. Uh, it just is it's got the V8, yep. it's it it looks nice. It has this one has 196,000 miles so which on a Toyota Lexus of this vintage is right. nothing. Yeah, 5 5 um, times
1: that mileage built in.
0: Right. Um, so he, I mean, it's just a super, super clean truck, some surface rust on the underside, not a big deal. Um, and then it's possible to delete that AHC, Mm -hmm. but right now the AHC doesn't work. I think this, these photos are before the, he had the issues with it. So the rear would be sagging. That was going to be my question. Does the suspension
1: function normally like, like a truck that wasn't (laughs) equipped with AHC or is it sagging like a Mercedes when ABC
0: fails, like. I think it yeah. sags. Um, so, what you can do though is you can raise it by like pushing fluid through and then like sealing right. something off to be able to drive it and then not use it. So, in my mind, that it was a potential opportunity for a steal of a vehicle where you could get it drivable easily and then get it home and then figure out all right, do I want to pay to have this right. fixed? Or do I want to just have it deleted? Um, and either option is a good option because the rest of the truck seemed very solid. And like that day, he said he had three offers and someone came and took it away. And I won't say what he sold it for because I asked him privately. Yeah. Um, and I should have jumped on it because <laughs> we could have we flipped that thing um, and made money just by – fixing that, like, it's like you throw that on bring a trailer cars and bids or Craigslist or whatever. Um, those are in demand. But Um, what does it cost
1: to repair that?
0: I don't know. I probably would have went the delete route and put some like nice, like old man emu or uh, some other um, equivalent, well-known suspension brand back there and be like, ACH is deleted, so you don't have right. to worry about it, and just sell is it he, like that.
1: Well, that's why I, the reason why I asked, I mean, was he just over it, didn't have time, just wasn't using it? Like, I think that's what it was. Yeah.
0: yeah. I th- I think it was like, I don't have time for this. I don't want to deal sure. with this um, sort of thing. Totally understand, my dude. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, there's that aspect of it. But in my head, I was like, what if – I know you don't want to deal with this, but what if you just took a Jag in trade (laughs) um, and, yeah, I mean, based on what he sold it for, he might have. I'll just leave it at that. And then, now, speaking of the camping stuff, speaking of the the Jag stuff, I I don't know where you are right now, but it gets to the point in the year. Long Beach. (laughs) it, It gets to the point in the year, though, where when I haven't done, like, a camping trip or a road trip in a while, I started to get yeah. the itch.
1: How long has it been? You did just you, did, you just did a rally. You just
0: did, a, like, a, how long was that? That was work. Okay. That was work, though. So that's okay. different. That um, was three days. It was great. I had a great time. And I, and the video is up, if you guys haven't seen it. Overlanding in the Ozarks is live on the YouTube channel. Um, I had a wonderful time. Black Elk Media shot a lot of the B-roll. They did a hell of a job. Um, and they let me use a bunch of it, which is kind of a saving grace for me, Um, but I want to take my Montero camping or I want to take something on a road trip. I was just on the East Coast, too, driving some other cars, but, like, that's just to get our family from point A to point B. Um, And it was nice, you know, GLS 450 while I was in New England, and I had an Audi S5 Sportback when I was Mm -hmm. in Virginia. Um, But it was literally, like, get in the car, get where we need to go and stop. It's not like see the sights. You know, it, it, but I, I'm I'm itching to just like take the Montero and 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 just for like two nights or, or you know uh, and just get it what's dirty, your, sleep on. What's your glass. preferred
1: destination? Where would you go first?
0: I don't have one. I'd love to try something new, but there is a place in Big Bear called Holcomb Valley Ranch where somebody who's a fan of what I've done over the years has reached out. Him and like five friends bought this property and are turning it into a nice place to mm-hmm. camp. And he's like, Dude, bring them Montero anytime. And there's places on their property that for where you could wheel nice. a little bit. And I'm very tempted to do that. Yeah, that's easy. I really also want to do Close. this one's not as exciting. I, yeah, I want to do that. But another one is, um, there's a mountain bike park up in that area in Arrowhead called uh, Sky Bike Park which is really fun. And across the street, they bought land and they have an, a little RV camping area. Um, I would like to do that because I could go ride my bike and then ride across the street and just like put the bike away, start cracking the yes. beers, not be worry about the drive home. You know, say drive home from Arrowhead with minimal traffic. You can you can do it in an hour if you're hustling and you're really not hitting traffic. It's never taking less than
1: two and a half hours from L.A. Right. But it's all for me, sure. it's always been a holiday weekend, you know, driving up on Friday afternoon, yeah, coming okay. home on Monday. So. it's like
0: No, it yeah. can be brutal. Um, but I can hit it if I go like midweek. And then also the bonus for me is on the, you're talking about some California freeway shit. Now on the 91, I get off of the two forty-one, <laughs> and I come into the back, the backside of Orange County and it's like, it's gotcha. nothing. It's great. Um, I don't know. I just, you just get that itch sometimes to like go. Yeah, somewhere. Dude,
1: I I totally do. I'd love to take a road trip in the Audi and like go up to Northern California and like get some driving roads and like really enjoy that thing. But I mean, it's like, I might as well fly there and like take, take a fucking private jet with the cost of gas. I've mm-hmm. spent $500 on gas in the last week and I haven't gone more than I, it's 500 miles.
0: That's amazing. Um, it's a good segue, by the way, for my next topic. Speaking of Northern California, Autopia hey. 2099. Heat him up. Didn't even know it's it. getting closer. I know. Yeah, it, 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 it's getting closer. I want to see some of you guys in Richmond? there. Is that what I read? It's in it's in Richmond, California, which is in the Bay Area. <laughs> um, it's on one of the piers. It's in a beautiful building called the Craneway Pavilion. And this is our summer show. It's our second show. Uh, for, I'm going to say to the top of this, utopia2099.com for info and to find the links to buy the tickets, which are sold through Eventbrite. Um, Nissan is a presenting sponsor, so we're going to have some stuff from them. We're going to have an Aria, a Nissan Aria on it. I don't know that again. is. It's their crossover that still hasn't okay. come out yet, but it's really cool. Um, so hopefully it comes out soon. It's actually a really cool EV. Uh, they're going to send a Leaf, too. Does it least um, change body styles uh, or is it
1: the same as it's always
0: been? Like freshen up a bit. Um, and then in addition to just exhibitor cars, because if you have a car as a private person, you can pay to show off right. your car um, if you have something cool. And it isn't just EVs. Like it's, it's, it's plug-ins and plug-in hybrids. Like if there's some level of electrification, we would love to see it there. Uh, we are wide open. So, like, if you have an NSX, you know, bring that. If you have um, a, a Volvo V60, <laughs> like, plug in, Right. Bring it. Yeah. yeah plug yeah. it. T8. Um, and what it, it's that stage of putting on a car show where it's very hard to put on a car show as people with other jobs. And um, we have a handful of people helping, but those people are very busy. So, it's falling to mostly me and mostly one other person. And I'm I'm trying to say this in a way that isn't, isn't making me not sound like a dick because everybody does put in tons sure. of work, but, but we also have lots of other jobs. And so when I need people to do something, they do it. But then in terms of like, Talking to people about the business side of it, I'm handling most of sure. that now, especially because co-founder of the show, um, Bradley Brownell, now runs a goddamn car <laughs> museum. Um, so I we leaned on him heavy for show uh, one, and now show two is heavy. Well, Brad is still doing a ton. Uh, Kevin McCauley's is still doing tons of the artwork, and Chad Kirshner has a great platform on the EV side to help promote it. But like, but I'm taking calls and handling stuff where I did it, it's good for me to be involved in it. I'm learning right. a lot. It's it's very difficult. And now we're in that stage where we're just over a month out from we're August 6th of the show. So we're a little bit more than a month out from the show. And it's that phase where I'm like, this is gonna be a disaster. That's the way
1: every production, every show feels, all the way up until it's over. Like
0: right. Well, that's what I'm going to say because it happened with the L.A. show. And then, like, as it came together, you're like, oh, okay. It's all right. Right. All right, cool. This is kind of happening. But that was L.A., so it was closer. So, like – and I could rely a bit more on Brad because he was much more freelance and fluid, and he would just he would be like, oh, "I'm gonna hop on my motorcycle and drive down to LA and check the, like when right. he was in Reno." You know, Brad was a maniac, but now he's he's pretty tied down with his gig, so I'm I'm having to step up and do a lot more, which is good, but also difficult. Um, and now that this show's in the Bay Area, it's farther away. I've never seen the venue. I don't. I I mean, it looks so awesome in the photos, but man it's it's just i i'm getting i'm i'm very nervous <laughs> let's just put it that way we i mean we're, we 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 are in the black as far as like what sponsors have covered cool. so far and and That's by it. that i mean we're basically mm-hmm. even um which is fine so like if no one showed up like the the bill side of it the venues paid for the this is that we just probably wouldn't have a third one cuz people were like, well, "No, we're good. We don't need to be involved in this going right. forward." Um and I'd be like, "Yeah, no, no, I get it. I get it. We we totally Yeah, think but it I out. mean it's it's the Bay um, Area.
1: It's the home, the original home of Tesla and like, you know, yeah. Silicon Valley like you, I feel like the show is going to be probably supported heavier. I mean, obviously you got to market it, but I feel like it'll have, you know, fuller support in the Bay Area than LA. You know, there's still as much as L.A. and Southern California has accepted EVs, especially Teslas, oh my God! I, I counted today on my commute, every fourth car was a Tesla. Drove me fucking crazy. Like, I they just I, I, my, my only thing is that they all look the same, and they're people just don't pay attention while they're riding in a Tesla. Like.
0: Well, I'm not going to slack off Tesla right now because I'm sure, going to need a lot sure. of them to show up. But <laughs> that's what I'm saying. There's a ton
1: of them in the Bay Area. Like, they, they're everywhere. And, like, yeah. you know, in our research and marketing to that crowd, like, uh, Northern Californians are actually more more likely to modify their cars and, like, and be EV enthusiasts or Tesla brand enthusiasts than Southern California owners.
0: So, I, I Oh, my God, that's so weird. It sounds like you should have a booth there.
1: No, we're not prepared for that. 2023. <laughs> Keep the show going. In 2023, right. we'll, we'll be there. Just bring a car. Just bring a car. We don't, we, nobody, we don't own an EV.
0: We offer someone wheels, and then go. we need to there drive their car up. You and I will okay. road trip it up, because I actually don't even know how I I I was gonna to get You pay for my gas, and I'll drive up and help you because you know that's a, that's the thing we're gonna wind up i'm gonna wind up driving a gas car up there but I, i'm gonna try to pitch like porsche or someone yeah joe like, can i take a part of too. the show i'm sure yeah i'm sure i'll get support um, on that dude. i have emails out to a bunch of people who are interested i feel like that's the easiest um, part
1: it, is a documented road trip in an ev to an ev show
0: yeah i agree I agree with you, but I'm, I'm in the, the dread phase, but moving,
1: moving. Anyway, anyway, away from you, I, I know you're not begging for my help here, but I am absolutely down to help. I don't have anything going on that weekend. And I would gladly okay. road trip up with you. Like, like I said, like my next destination is Northern California. I have friends that I want to see and stuff I want to do up there. So uh,
0: keep, um, Earmark yeah. the weekend. And if we need to like Airbnb something together, we'll make it happen.
1: I've never put on my um, own car show, but I've worked. Hundreds, if not thousands, of car shows over my 22 years in the industry. I, I, I,
0: I would like to be We could even do like a podcast on yeah, the way up in the car. Um, there we go. Uh, all right, all right. So no, it's changing gears, and not a not Switch an intended, yes, Yeah. Um, the uh, lemons. Update, oh, 24 hey. hours of lemons. I, I got an minute. email uh update from the team because i didn't run the last race where they ran at uh thunderhill um didn't go well <laughs> like is our is common song the engine no. blew again yeah, yeah yeah it went it, they had a terrible time and they were down a driver so there was like normally the minimum you want is four yeah. drivers and they had three um which is not enough but the engine blew anyway so they got fucked um but we're going to be running at Buttonwillow, and I'm—I will be at you the Buttonwillow base like in a
1: September. Three hundred two in there, just like a.
0: I've said that email thirty <laughs> times. I've said three hundred <laughs> two. I've said it thirty times. Uh, I'm never going to go against the word sure. of Tim, the owner of the car, the original, along with me, co-founder of Universe, because he is a genius. He knows what he's doing, but <laughs> we can't keep these I sixes <laughs> together. Um. And it's funny, too, because the last race I did at Buttonwillow, where we <laughs> catastrophically blew up the engine. Hold on. I have a piece of it right here, actually. Um, oh, don't fall on my chair. Careful. The,
1: oh, that is uh, that is not a connecting rod anymore. It is not. It's not no, connected. No, it is
0: not. It is a non-connecting <laughs> rod. Yeah. Yeah. And that still wasn't the craziest piece of the damage because <laughs> i will never get over the fact that i saw a lobe of a cam in the oil pan that just blows yes, me. i didn't know that so, was a but i don't
1: understand how like just it's crazy ground? because like, adjust, i like, mean it's not a no 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 adjust, motor. Adjust, i get that but i mean i just don't understand
0: it was it was a performance uh, cam okay. uh, believe it or not but that's not what caused the issue it was um they put the engine back together and they like literally didn't torque one bolt correctly or they didn't shim something correctly. I forget exactly what it was, but it was literally like user error. The dude who did, it was like, that's my fault. I just missed something, which is like, no one on our team is like, oh, why did you? It's like, that sucks. Um, But it's like, you probably were like in the middle of, you know, 24 bolts and on one, you just didn't torque it enough. And over the course of testing and and practice the day before, Um, it, this whatever was in there slowly started to back itself off and it's inside the engine where things are rotating and moving. And then finally on that parade lap, it went far enough where it started, it hit one other thing. One other (laughs) thing hits one other thing. And it's, it's just a cascade of, of destruction, which is how that engine went. But then that other engine we got, um, that day, put it in by midnight, fired it up, that thing ran fine Sunday, which was the same engine they ran in the last race. But then, you know, you do things. And um, it was funny, though, you could tell the difference in the car because we couldn't swap the cam over because we karate chopped it, <laughs> you know, we karate chopped the lobe off. Um, you could tell with a regular cam. But having that Holley Sniper mm, mm-hmm. EFI on it is the mm-hmm. shit. If you have a carbureted car and you want to change it, man, that is a really cool system. Um, I still like carbs, but that is a that is that is cool.
1: I'm no fan of carburetion. So, yeah. I'm uh I'm thinking of ponying up for uh for a Holly EFI system like sniper or whatever for that K ten just because I mean it runs and it drives when, you know, it has an ignition switch and a column. But right. um I just feel like that's such a huge upgrade. It just like drivability, you don't smell like gas, you know, you know the thing's gonna start every yeah. time and like it's self learning, so it's just like I feel like it's a no brainer for the, for the money.
0: The self-learning is amazing, but I will say there is something wonderful about dipping into the secondaries on a four barrel carb. That's like, it's, Oh, that's such a cool feeling. It's like, it's like muscle head totally. V, v- totally. change. Totally. Like I,
1: I haven't experienced that Love. though. in so
0: long though, that's, it has been a while. It'd be,
1: <laughs> if, maybe if I got into Anthony's El Camino, when he gets that back, he's just got a big block with, you know, rebuilt the, the, chevelle, right? the chevelle is i mean it's every bit a muscle car but that thing is scary and i don't like riding it he doesn't even really like riding it like more than hey, around well, the block he,
0: after he did what he did right. on the freeway yeah i i uh, i don't want to blow up his spot everything's fine cars fine people right are fine but he had it yeah. he had a, almost had an oopsie an oops <laughs> well, i amazing. mean
1: i think we can say he was facing backwards on the 405 freeway and uh that's not something you ever want to experience
0: And it wasn't his fault. Someone cut him off, and he had to lock up the brakes, and the car spun.
1: But that's like I said, muscle car activities, drum brakes all around. Yep. Manual steering. You know, old BFGs on Craigers, like you know, just nothing modern and upgraded. Proper though. Yeah, yeah. it's it's totally period correct, and like love looking at that car, love hearing that car. But yeah, I drove it and was terrified. I was like, this is so much work.
0: Once. So much work. I drove it once, and I—I I mean, I—I I drove it around the block, right. and I—I loved it. I got to drive it again. The plan was to shoot video on it. And I haven't done it. Um, I got to call should, Anthony. And let's do some before happen.
1: and after because we're going to do coilovers or suspension on it. Do disc brakes and then American Racing wheels on it, like 18s, and just kind of bring it bring it up to snuff and make it at least uh, somewhat safer. You know, a little bit of modern technology.
0: Okay. But keeping – you're not uh, changing the exterior no, minus no, the wheels no. like everything else? Okay. Because yeah. that car's dope. Um, but it can be safer. Any, this is, and all of that yes, is yes.
1: towards safety. And, you know, it will look better. It will look cooler. But it really is about making that car safe for him and his family to enjoy.
0: Yeah and I mean he wants that he wants to drive it so that makes sense. Um I'm so for this next section I haven't I didn't do it today but I'm going to make a radio style call out mm-hmm. in the future for Shitbox Speakeasy <laughs> updates. where I want to be like the sh- 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 shitbox speakeasy boop, 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 wow uh do we have any updates
1: very little updates i can't remember i think last week i talked about the fact that i brought the k10 back over there and it's just taking up a shit ton of space and everyone's like what the fuck bro like this thing is so ugly get it out of the way i can't use the lift and like sorry but it's the, the steering column is locked thankfully the wheels are straight so it's got to be moved around with uh it's got to dolly yeah i've got go jacks and it's still a pain in the dick to to move around like it's not it's not fun even on the gojacks but uh i want
0: to get it day. is a long bit
1: yeah so it's uh it's a big boy but I, last week i ripped so it, the previous owner had a camper shell like oh that right. camper shell I'm yeah and so that. i ripped yep. all that shit out which was just exhausting and i sweated out like five pounds but um the truck just needs little stuff. I need to get the wheels on. I need to, I'm, like I said, I'm thinking about this holly, but it's not really necessary. Um, get the column replaced and then just cleaned up and and on its way. But I need to do a few things to the Tahoe as well. I've got another set of wheels coming for that. Um, yeah, I'm. I will have four sets of wheels for that truck. And I got to figure out what I'm going to do as far as selling it. Like, do I? I don't know if anybody wants all the sets of wheels or, like, two or three sets of wheels. Like, you know, I feel like I've got to sell it.
0: You can offer them. That's, but that's the like, thing. Hey. Like, How do
1: you sell a, a vehicle with multiple wheel options? Like, it's going to be confusing in any listing to see it on, like, four different wheels and, like, two different prices. So it's like, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's, yeah. I'll, I'll probably.
0: You should just offer it with, with like whatever wheels you end up putting on it offer it with those and then be like, Hey, if you like right. options, I have options, but like you're getting a set, of wheel, but if, if you wanted a different set, I have options, Right. but, but it comes with a the, set. The
1: thing is that like, I want to this weekend, this week and weekend, one thing I'm going to do and uh, you know, I'm thankful to have the speakeasy for this. So I'm going over tomorrow to put the new brakes on. I've got upgraded brakes for the front thinking about doing disc brakes in the rear but i haven't bought those yet um but i have two other grills for the truck i have another gmc grill and i have another chevy grill so it's got the chrome chevy grill with the chrome front bumper right now i've got a gmc grill that i want to paint to match so it'll just be black and it's got the chrome like grill opening and then i have a billet insert for that and then i have a chevy grill a new chevy grill that i also want to paint but i want to paint it to match the the kind of like gunmetal or titanium rotiform that are on the truck right now. Nobody's okay. really seen, nobody's like seen that. it with those, with those wheels. So I would paint the grill and the front bumper cover that I have to match those wheels. So that's why I say it's like, it's kind of confusing and it's kind of a pain in the ass to, to like show the different looks and be like, pick, pick one, you know, it's like for this price, right. you could have this for this price. You could have that. Cause.
0: Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. No, I say just throw whatever wheels you're aiming to put on it, put them on it, and then and then like as someone comes to look at it I'll be like, Hey, you know, if you don't like right. those wheels, um I have other wheels. But like don't don't I don't know, I wouldn't make I would just say like I would present the truck with the wheels that you want to put on it and then like when people are there, if if it comes up, be like, I have other wheel options. Yeah,
1: but for you me know? like I wanna I wanna see the different looks, you know what I mean? Like just for my satisfaction. Like I've been hoarding these parts with this intention so i want to see all different looks and you know i if somebody like it falls in love with one particular look like i want them to be able to to have that but whatever we'll we'll figure it out but uh i was trying to trade it for a fucking gasser and i got i'm just so frustrated with the online sellers and buyers like it's just like i
0: oh i saw that thing you posted where it was like uh about the you selling wheels and someone was like I'll take 2,000. How about this? I'll take 2,000. How about this? It's
1: 2,000. dollars. 1,700, 1,900, $2,000, motherfucker. That's my fucking number. Like I have to replace these and that's what it's going to cost me. Like, I'm not trying to get over on anybody, but I'm like, this is my number. I, in the ad, it says firm. Like I'm like, I'm not taking offers. Like this is what it is. But people just love to waste time and like, You know, nine times out of ten, these people don't even have money and they make appointments to come like check it out or pick it up and they don't show. So I'm just like, I'm like, God, dude, I I can't imagine how much more bullshit I'm going to have to endure when I actually list this truck for sale. Like, I almost want to like list it for auction. Yeah. I I don't have to personally deal with it. But I also. You have to answer a lot of questions. I mean, I'm descriptive. Like, I can put everything into words and pictures like you know i can put it put sure. it all there like you know it's that truck in particular is like pretty self-explanatory like there's you see the pictures of it like it is what it is like you might ask what suspension okay it's bell tech it's a five seven drop like you know all that will be in an ad but still people will just lowball and think you don't know what you have and it's like
0: i just what was the last time you greased your service fittings? It, it, yeah what the f- bro what <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's just like, dude. You know what it is. You know, like the truck is almost like a unicorn. Like I saw another one very similar to my truck listed on eBay, and it, it, the eBay listing says that it's gone. It's no longer available. But the truck was almost forty thousand dollars. It was listed for thirty eight thousand nine hundred dollars, and it was almost identical to my truck and had way more miles. And other than that, like there was nothing that truck had that mine did not. Like. So I I don't know what that sold for, but I'm just like, I'm 30 K is my number. And this, this comet gasser that I was looking at the guy, like to me all weekend. And he's like, he texts me on Sunday. I was like, yo, I'm in, I'm actually in Yosemite until tomorrow. I'll be home. You can come check the car out. So we made plans for me to come see it yesterday, Tuesday. And he sent me videos of the car and I'm like, that's cool. Can I come see it? Like, what's your address? Where do you want to meet? He didn't reply to me. And then today he replied to me and was just like, Oh, some dude, like he didn't, he said he didn't want to trade for my truck. Cool. But then he, he texted me today. sent me more videos that I didn't even open or look at. And he's like, so, this guy wants to trade me for, uh, of, a, a Falcon plus cash. And I'm just like, Okay, what do you, I mean, what do you, like, what are you asking me well, well, my permission? Yeah. Like, you, you haven't even right. invited me to come check out the car. Like, all I want to do is see the car in person myself, maybe drive it or ride along with you. But I'm like, bro, what is this? Like, I just don't understand people and, like, their selling and buying methods. Like, it's just so goddamn frustrating. I'm over the, the whole thing.
0: I got really lucky when I sold my F100 because I sold it to an automotive journalist who I knew. Uh, who's no longer in the automotive journalist game, um, and and it was like, hey, hey, colleague, person, friend, I know, it. like, this is the truck, this is what it is, cool, okay, I drive, I'm like, I, it needs this, he's like, all right, if you fix this one thing, I'll pay mm-hmm. X, I was like, all right, deal, I'll fix that, uh, and then when I sold my my Benz, um, it, it was uh, to an enthusiast, uh, Brendan Wang, nice kid, he. He showed up and like someone else drove it. Some kid showed up with his dad to drive it. And when they came back, it didn't steer uh. the same. And I'm convinced that they fucked something up. Um, but whatever it was, I fixed it. I forget what was, but I'm like. I, not I'm that, convinced they like hit the kid. Hit a right, I, was gonna say, I mean,
1: not that you're worried they're going to steal it. But why didn't you ride along with
0: them? No. I, I just, I just t- it was especially father and son. I was like, uh, you know, just take it. And also, because if it got stolen, I'd be like, sweet. Insurance. <laughs> yeah, <totally. laughs> you know, so like, but it, it's worse that it comes back with something like slightly right. broken, but that was fixed. And then Br- Brandon drove it and he's an enthusiast. I was like, and the day he showed up to drive it, which I think I've talked about on the podcast before, um, the driver's side window like <laughs> fell off the track. I was like, mother, like, Brandon, it has never done that. He's like, Listen, man i trust you i believe you he's like just get it back on the track and he like didn't fight me on price he's like your price is and he bought it and and it's been and then after he bought it one half of the because it had that that had the full clarion oh, right. system yeah in God, about- where, like they did the whole thing um like what like the part of the amp died or something where like it was only playing on like the left side of the car or something stupid. I was like, fuck. He's like, do you remember what shop it was? I it's this shop in Huntington, they did all the work. I'm like, dude, let me know. Like, um, like what the, if I can like split the, cost to fix it he's like he's like no i bought it as is i was like i appreciate that like he's like i appreciate you making the offer i'm like see this is like a good way for like like, car transactions where i'm almost like hey brandon you want to go from a mercedes to a jag you know (laughs) because like it was a good experience selling a car to him um but um
1: yeah i I, I gotta admit that um I, i don't think i've ever really sold a personal car like i'm trying to think like i don't know like I can't remember selling anything like, you know, I had lease leases end and, you know, turn cars in, but it's especially enthusiast cars, like not new cars, but like my old shit, I don't think I've ever sold anything. So I've yeah, sold it's, cars it for it other tough. people. In fact, like I basically helped a friend sell something like eight, 10, 12 cars a couple years ago. And it was mildly frustrating, but honestly, compared to selling my own shit, which I consider enthusiast stuff. Right. It went really easy. Like, you know, these are people that knew what they wanted. Everything was represented Mm -hmm. fairly and honestly, and the cars weren't necessarily enthusiast cars, but they were cars that people wanted. So I didn't have a lot of looky loos. I didn't have a lot of tire kickers. Like for the most part, everybody that I met that was serious about each of those cars bought Bought those cars, no haggling, no bullshit. It was just like, this is a fair price. Like, you know, I'm not trying, we're not trying to retire off of you, but like, this car is clean, it's maintained, it's, you know, it is what we say it is. And when stuff checks out, I feel like transactions should go easily. But I don't know, with stuff like OBS trucks, Mustangs, you know, the shit that I own, like, everybody thinks that. They can get over on you, and like it's
0: just yeah, shady yeah, yeah, individuals yeah, yeah. Uh, are
1: into the types of vehicles
0: that I'm into. <laughs> uh, speaking of cars, what's up? Uh, what the heck did your buddy Mike? Who's just Mike? Buy? Which Mike? The one who uh, with killer oh,
1: Mr. Mr. Rinder, my banker, my banker yes. friend.
0: What the hell? What did he just? I don't buy? know. What did you
1: see? What are you talking about?
0: Some like greenish, yellowish, greenish. Oh, I can't describe the right. color. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Seventy-two Cutlass.
1: I'm building yeah. wheels for it right now. What's building that? some American Racing wheels. I think he thinks I'm building Rotiform for it, but uh, I'm actually building American Racing wheels.
0: My, my, Good, because Rotiform. For, know, like that the wheels called? that
1: he wants are like. <clears throat> I mean, I offered him the American Racing wheels, and he said yes. But I, you know, my, our man has a propensity for marijuana, and. He, he tends to forget things, and he admits that freely. Um, but yeah, I was on the phone with uh, his mechanic the other day, figuring out brake specs so that we can make sure that we clear the brakes. And he was like, "Yeah, talk to my man Ron. He's uh, he's building me some rotiforms for it." And I was like, "Uh, uh like, remember when I told? Remember when I told you that like that's not going to happen anytime soon? Like those wheels are going to take forever." And he wants the wheels for DJ Envy. Is like. Has like a car show circuit that he's putting on this summer. And the next stop is in Atlanta on July 9th. And I'm like, the rotaform are definitely not going to happen in that timeframe of two weeks. So the American Racing, we have a shot. We can do it. They won't be gold like you want. Car's green. He so wanted gold wheels, which I think would be great. But um, that just.
0: He's going for like a whole Don the Bishop magic uh, <laughs> the one. Bishop yes, sir. Magic.
1: Green for the money, gold for the honey. <laughs> That's right. but um we'll uh we'll end up getting getting them finished to his taste later but yeah i'm just going to build some all polished american racing 20-inch wheels similar to the wheels that are on my mustang but um they're a little little i don't know more old school and appropriate for the for the car but yeah i didn't, I didn't know that he posted Perfect. that i haven't seen
0: that yeah he posted it. i was like oh that color i gotta admit um, and i
1: told him this like that's not my favorite of the 70s, like the 68 to 72 Cutlass body styles. My, I, I, my grandfather had, growing up, my, my family, my grandfather had two different 72 Cutlass convertibles. One was a 442 that ended up being my grandmother's daily driver. And they took the 455 out and put a 350 in because it was, you know, more economical and she didn't need all that power. And then they painted it. The car was, like, a greenish-gold. It Probably the same color as, as Mike's car, but with black stripes. And they took it and painted it, like, this cream-peach color. And, like, it was... Yeah, looking back, like, that was, that was not wow, the move. Wow. But my grandfather was trying to appease my grandmother and give her what she wanted and, like, give her, you know, something that she was more comfortable with. But uh, I love... The fenders, the rear fenders or rear quarters on the coupes and the convertibles, they have that like super sharp edge. It's like almost like a shark's fin, and like it just, it's so aggressive and so cool. And like the what Mike got, which is like the fastback body style, like the, those the fenders are rounded and like more contoured, and they're not so like sharp edged. Which it's a unique body style, and I do think it's cool, but it's just not my preference.
0: Is it more Chevelli? Sort of, but
1: I mean, it's it's unique to the uh, to the Cutlass, and unique to the Cutlass Fastback or whatever they call that.
0: Uh, I'm trying to pull this up. Give me one second. I'll see if this is what we're talking about here. Chrome tab Cutlass Fastback. Is that going to pop up for us? Let's I don't know what like their official
1: one. terminology was for it, but I can't see that shit, bro.
0: So, <laughs> let me see if I can make the picture bigger. Hold You've
1: on. you got thumbnails on. On. on an iPhone that's three feet away from me. And I have.
0: And it's not. And it, I've already pulled up a different. Hold on. Let me try this. Give me one okay. second. This might work better now. If I do this. Come on. That's come it. on. Pop up. What, what do it? they call it? How's it described? It says. Uh, 72 Oldsmobile Cutlass S because um, I Googled Cutlass right. Fastback and this popped up. So I think it's that it's the S. I don't think I think it's I think S, no, S, I think coupe, S just maybe.
1: means supreme, which was available on convertible coupe. And and uh, maybe they call this hard top.
0: Yeah, that could be it. It came in hard top or sport. coupe, yeah. it says
1: hard top. And then the sport coupe was obviously shared shared the fenders I mean, with the almost, uh, a, with the convertible.
0: It's like a baby uh, 442 kind of in a
1: way. Well, I mean, 442 is just a trim level. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: it, but it became its old, own thing no, I mean, it end was end it wasn't its own while. body
1: style is what I mean. Like
0: it was Well, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, all right, Twitter questions. Um Matthew plays with cars. Hello, Mr. Matthew. What vehicle should have their own official? He has like a bunch of questions. What vehicle should have their own official Lego set? Um, I don't know. And, and here's the thing with Lego sets: most of the time, they don't look yeah. that good. It's it's when the the Lego fanatics make their own versions when they do like great. Like they make scale, it look right? so like- much better. We're not even that. It's just that they, they like t- they'll take, they'll just do it themselves with their own right. bricks, and they're so good at it. Where they'll make it look so much better than the licensed kit. When you're like, why can't Lego do that? Um, my the Defender one that you can see in the shot right there through the window of the Jag. <laughs> um, that one's perfect because that vehicle is squares on squares. Right. Um, I don't have an opinion on what should have an official Lego set. I, I'm Sorry. not with anything having it. Sorry, Matthew. Lego I don't set. need to, uh, I, don't. I know. Um, what's your best or worst road trip story? Oof. Hmm. I've driven ah. cross country a few times. Um, the worst is trying to drive a four-cylinder, what is it? T? Which? Which? Whenever? Whatever Wrangler had the square headlights. Was that TJ's? I forget. I think so, yeah. Um, the we just we're climbing we were driving back we spent the summer in california my buddy and i we're driving back to massachusetts and driving at night in colorado we're like we don't know where we are the mountains are so high that you can't you can only see the stars straight up because they block the stars out on the side and we're in third gear climbing on the freeway because that car has no power we're getting passed by like 89 sobs just blitzing, just boom, you know, 89 sob turbos just ripping up the hill. And, uh, that was terrifying. Um, but the road trip overall was excellent. It was a great summer. Um, Oh, broke my mic there. Um, so- <coughs> uh, sorry, hopefully that didn't go right into the fucking microphone. Um, the, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I, even bad road trips are, are you, you can turn them around right. and have fun with
1: them. I was going to say, like, I can't think of a, I'm sure I can think of a great road trip, but my worst road trip is also my most memorable. And now I can laugh at it. And like, it's like, it's, I don't know. To me, it's like, I earned my stripes with this trip. It must have been 2000, 2001. I tagged along with Hot Rod Power Tour driving from LA to the East Coast. And I don't remember where their destination was, but I stopped with Power Tour in Phoenix and they had drag racing at whatever, like, I think it was whatever facility shared the track with Bondurant. But they had a drag trip there in Phoenix, probably Phoenix International Raceway. Um, So that was the first day. And, you know, I didn't pay. I didn't, like, officially join. I didn't get stickers. I was just like, yo, I got to get to Atlanta. And you guys are going halfway there along the same route. So it'd be
0: cool. Hold on. Hold on. Stop for one second. Something is, like, popping. I'm hearing, like, a constant, like, popping from let me turn turn things down a little bit just a little bit don't go too low though any better yeah i'm not hearing it now i don't know
1: so basically i drove like i said like pretty much halfway across the country with hot ride power tour but uh without paying for anything so i don't i don't know what like they have meals Uh or like Gatherings, they had car shows or racing at pretty much every stop. But we stopped in Phoenix. There was drag racing there. We stopped in Albuquerque. There was junkies there. Um, I remember staying at a motel in Albuquerque and having I had my ninety three Mustang convertible, and I had my whole life in the car. Like I'd packed everything to drive home right. for the summer. But I also had a fifteen inch subwoofer and amp in the back, in place of the back seat. So I took I took everything out. I took all my belongings out along with the sub, the radio. It had like a it wasn't even a pull out radio, but I unplugged it and pulled it out. Like I pulled all that shit out because people were dealing drugs and doing drugs in the parking lot in, in, of this motel. So the next morning I had to like put my whole life back into this car and then the next stop was somewhere in Texas, I think. I don't remember exactly where it was. And then the next day, the stop was in Oklahoma. It was somewhere, like, rural Oklahoma. And there was, like, a car show in, like, some, like, field somewhere. And I stopped at a gas station to call my my parents and tell them where I was and where I was going to stay for the night. And I'm walking up to the payphone at the gas station. I had, like, you know, prepaid cards. It's, like I said, 2000 or some shit. I didn't even have a cell phone at that point. And... I walk up to the, to the phone, the payphone at the gas station and like, I'm looking around and it's just a bunch of cowboys and they all have Bowie knives on their belt. And like, they're all looking at me like, what are you doing here, boy? And I was just like, yeah, mom, I'm a, uh, I'm not going to stay here. Actually. I'm going to, I'm going to try and make it the little rock. Like I'm like looking at a map, you know, no right. phone. There's like, I don't know if I had a Thomas guide or a map or what, but I'm just like, <laughs>
0: The, oh, yeah. Thomas the next guy. biggest,
1: I, I promise I didn't have a Thomas Cat. I, I hated those. I never used them. But I figured that the next big city that I could actually make it to before sundown was Little Rock. So I was in a big city. So I was just like, all right, I'm going to go right. to Little Rock. I'll call you when I get there. And I got there probably nine o'clock at night or whatever and slept in Little Rock. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to go Little Rock all the way home today. Like, I'm not. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. No more bullshit. Like, I don't think I even had money for another hotel room. It was just like, I could just pay for gas to get me home. But the thing that I didn't mention was that from the beginning of this trip, my transmission had started slipping. And that car had the Ford AOD transmission, which is, you know, four speed overdrive. And they were just, like, the worst transmissions ever. Like, they were super fragile. They didn't hold any power whatsoever. They didn't hold up to any kind of power shifting, anything. It was weird. Like, if you wanted to manually shift, you'd go to second, but then pull back to first to lock it into second. And then you'd go forward again to go to third, like, shifting in that thing, manually shifting. That automatic transmission was so weird. And I beat the hell out of it. But it finally gave up the ghost on this trip. The TV cable is like a little plastic clip that, uh, attached to the throttle body. And it basically sends signal to the right. transmission and tells it what to do. When those go bad,
0: oh, yeah. it doesn't work. on the When track. those I go bad,
1: it, it burns up the transmission, like gear by gear. So right. I lost overdrive first. So leaving, like I tied this thing up in LA with a shoestring. Cause it, it started slipping, oh. but I lost overdrive in like Texas or Oklahoma Then I lost neutral. Neutral became a drive gear. Then I lost reverse. So I got to Birmingham, and Birmingham's like 100-something miles from Atlanta. When I was in Birmingham, I pulled into a gas station to get water and food and shit, and I pulled – I didn't need gas, so I pulled up to, you know, like the front of the gas station, not up to a pump. And I go in, and this is when I found out that I didn't have reverse. I went in, got all my shit, and then put it in reverse. I'm like (laughs) – it's cars going forward. I'm like, what? No, man. Uh, fuck. And like, I already knew I didn't have neutral, but I put it in neutral and nothing. I was like, Oh my God, what the fuck am I going to do? Like I'm stuck here. So somehow figured out some way to get it like between gears and then just push like kick and push it back far enough that I could drive off. I'm like, all right. So uh, I only got 120 miles to go. Like, I'm just not going to stop anywhere. And then right. I lost third gear. So I just said first and second, and I'm on the freeway going, like, 50 miles an hour, barely keeping freeway speeds at, like, 5,000 5, 5, RPM. Yeah. The car is overheating. So I have the yep. top up because it's sunny as shit, and I at least need to shave. Windows down. The windows down, and I have the heat blasting. And yep. I decided I just couldn't, I couldn't take that there. anymore. So I got off, and I got on what is in, in Atlanta it's bankhead highway, but it's 78. Like it's like the interstate, like two or four lane, uh, like, like just like two lane road. And I just cruise that for like 40 miles an hour for whatever the 80 miles home pull, got Jesus. home parked the car and worked all summer in order to afford the transmission swap. I switched the car over to manual after that experience, but I worked all summer. Like my, my grandmother, Totally paid for it so I could drive the car during the summer and go to work. But all summer I worked to pay for that that trans swap, that five-speed swap on that car. But that last, I don't know, 80, 100 miles was probably the most miserable time I've ever spent in a car. Just 105 degrees, 100% humidity, full heat, yep. like just no wind, just miserable. Just car begging for its life.
0: I've had that. I've had the heat thing in the on the way out to California in that Jeep Wrangler trip I did with my buddy. Um, his AC sucked. The car was overheating. And we were between, like, needles and Ludlow, you know, almost to California. So we had the top up, sides down. We bought a foam cooler because it didn't have a center mm-hmm. console. So we bought a foam cooler, put ice in it with water bottles. And we were just like rubbing <laughs> ice on our face, heat blasting. So I've been there for that. But you just reminded me of my good road trip um, years ago. I drove a 72 240Z from California to Boston with my brother. This was, my again, my friend Paul, the one who I went to California with in the Jeep. His dad uh, is the guy I used to go to make mm-hmm. them auctions with. Um, he wanted a Z. He's like, find me one in California. I'll send you a check for X, try to get it for less That's than cool. X. He sent me a check for like I, like 15, and I, I got found him one for like 12 or something like that. Clean-looking car, painted Corvette red, gorgeous 240Z. He's like, all right, you can put it on a trailer or you can drive it back. I was like, I'm driving this That's back. Cool. Are you fucking kidding me? And then my brother came for the trip, um, and my brother and I always had like a, a fine relationship, but we've been at odds the last few years. And then we're driving. We're having a good time. I'm driving. And then around, we stayed in hotels, except in Tennessee, we stayed at Zach Bowman's house. Um, and as we're getting close to Zach's, I can hear fuel leaking from somewhere on the headers. And I'm like, this is worst case scenario. I'm going to, this car is going to burst into flames on the side of the road. So I don't know what the fuck's going on. Um, and I'm, I'm work so close to Zach's, and but we're hitting traffic, and my brother's not a car guy, and I can hear so. Like, anytime we would come to a slow, like, if traffic would really stop, I would hear tss, pss, tss, pss. it's like How'd literally fuel hitting the header.
1: I'm like, Is it's the only thing it can be.
0: I don't know why, maybe it was the smell or something because I, I definitely was not as mechanical, mechanically able as I am now. Not that I am now, I'm just more so. Um, and I, found, I just pulled off somewhere, and I found a gas station with a shop. I was like, yo, I'm in the middle of a road trip. This thing is clearly leaking fuel. I need some fucking help. guy's like, uh, yeah, sure. We'll get you in right away. And the whoever built the car prior, when they rebuilt the carburetor, um, instead of using fuel line, they used, like, regular hose. So over the course of the drive, it's just the yeah. fuel ate through it. There, there's, like... They're like, we just replaced, you know, $5 in hose. Right. You're fine. I'm like, that's it? He's like, yeah. I'm like, fuck, thanks. We drove to Zach's. Somewhere along the way, our power antenna, like, fell inside the body of the car. So we went to, um, like, an O'Reilly's or something near his house. And they wouldn't sell us. We just needed a nut. And they're like, we can't sell you the nut. So we bought their, like, generic power antenna in the parking lot. And Zach was like, just, just hold on. He t- took the antenna apart, got the nut out of the package we need, and then, like, puts the package back together and returned the antenna. He's <laughs> like, fuck them. I'm like, yes, yeah, Zach, you were the best ever. Because uh, I wouldn't have thought to do that. And so then we had the power antenna fixed. But then the rest of the drive, the next stop was DC. Mm-hmm. We stayed at a nice hotel at like 12th and K in DC, but we woke up early because the next leg was like the final push from DC to Boston. So we woke up really early and we needed fuel. And I went to a fuel station just a couple blocks from like the White House and DC gets gnarly quick. So we're at a gas station at like 3.30, 4 in the morning in this 72 240Z and this car rolls into the gas station one of the gas stations where like it's glass to talk to the person and like they're like you shove money underneath um and (laughs) this car rolls up this like brand like the first gen trackhawk when they were like brand new trackhawk or srtg Um, yeah srtg yeah so it was an srt8 correct good good correction srt8 rolls through one dude in the back rolls his window down partly like super tinted. He's like, yo, it's a nice car. I'm like, oh yeah, nice Jeep. He's like, "Mm -hmm." and then they drive away. I'm like, (laughs) "Motherfucker, We need to go. Like, I am not a racist person, but this is not a good situation to be in, in this car. And I am like, clearly like, Hey fellas, like my brother's a tough guy. And I, I, I paid for the gas and I didn't want to wait for my change. I'm like, we just need to get the fuck out of here. My brother's like, fuck that. I'm going to get you. He cut the line. Three people. He's like, yo, we need our change. I'm like, dude, and and the guys, people are like, yo, and he's like, give me a change. He gets the change. We get back in the car. And so the whole drive had been great. But like I said, our relationship was in a weird place. Um, My brother has like, we just, we divert, we Mm -hmm. diverted at some point in history where like, I went to college on an academic scholarship my brother went to jail he didn't graduate high school you know like and i can say this because now things. my brother <laughs> my brother now uh, is has been sober for i don't know 15 years has a child has a very successful business he just bought a Corvette, Corvette bro and and an ats and so like he's he's doing very well um It's amazing, and it makes me proud every day. But on this trip, like somewhere in Jersey, we got in an argument because I didn't fully understand his. He was working towards sobriety that, and when we were going to arrive in California, you know, we were actually it was also it was weirdly timed where we were going to get there for my grandmother's 80th birthday uh, as a surprise to all like the rest of our East Coast family, and he was like, ah, you know, I don't want, I can't do this one thing because I have to go to a meeting. And I, I thought he was using it as an excuse, which was like a fucked up thing in my head. I thought he was right. like trying to get out of something. And we got in this huge argument. And my brother is a gorilla. <laughs> my brother is a monster. And he like got so pissed at me, but I knew like, I'm the older brother. So I'm like, I'm yelling back. I'm like, you know, man, I'm like, you know, we're like, like full F words, fingers and faces, like, fuck, blah, blah, blah. Um, and we were quiet for an hour. And then we apologized to each other. And we, like, we had this, like, reconciliation moment. And, like, ever since that road trip, our relationship has been great. So that's probably the right answer to the original (laughs) question posed here. Uh, Because I've had some great road trips, but that was one that actually um, helped foster a healthier sibling relationship. Um, and then we made it and I got, when I got there, you know, my brother went off and did his thing. We re we reconnected for the birthday party. Uh, my grandmother's birthday party, who's still alive, which I just saw her on a trip. It's, it's, How does she know? it's crazy that she's still alive. It's uh 90 something. But, but like, I, I went to see her and like, she, she was napping and she's like, yeah. kind of has dementia. So she's like, I don't want to wake up. And more like, I told my mom, like tell her we talked cause she loves a red song. I'm like, tell her, if you tell her we came, like tell her, we talked about the Red Sox. Don't tell her she didn't wake up, you know? Um, and I have another funny story about that, which I will tell. And then I'm not going to do Instagram questions because we're already going long. I am going to close on the funny story that's unrelated to cars about my grandmother. But when I got to uh, Massachusetts, it was, it was gorgeous time of year. Um, and my friend's dad who I'm delivering the car to, um, Oh, I forgot another (laughs) part about the delivery When, when we're driving through. I just got off like the, the around New York through like the Brooklyn expressway, which is a shitty expressway. And on the other side of that, the engine started making a squeaking noise. I was like, you can't tell me I'm this close. And now the engine has like a catastrophic metal on metal failure. So I, f- I pulled off in Greenwich, oh. Connecticut, which is, you know, she, she as fuck. I found a Nissan dealership. Really? That's where like, you go. Hey, I just, I found the closest one it was in Greenwich. Well, I'm surprised you didn't go to Wayne I pull place at 40. <laughs> yeah. Well, I pull in and it's the morning. Like, people are dropping off their cars before they go to work for service. Like, that's what time it is. And it's like, hey, I'm at the tail end of a very long drive. Like, literally, I left California a few days ago um, and it's making this awful squeaking noise. And they, 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 they're they like, well, we have a guy who worked on Z's <laughs> since they came out. You know, he's, yep, they had a taxi. that has been there that long. Dude, he, they pulls the car back. Or the car's back there for 15, 20 minutes. The AC pulley was yeah. squeaking, but the AC didn't work. So anyway, so he just pulled the belt off and it was fine. <laughs> I'm like, you, and they didn't charge me. they're like, That's enjoy cool. the rest of your trip. I was like, fuck, fucking A. I don't know what the name of that dealership is, but it, I'm sure there's only one right. Nissan dealership in fucking Greenwich. That's amazing. Um, and. And so we continued on, but when we got to Boston, my friend's dad was like, Hey, I'm, I'm in Florida. So if you want to drive your car for the rest of the weekend, I had a press car lined up something mundane. Um, I think I, I'm, I put like a mile on it. Cause he's like, do you want to drive the Z for the rest of the weekend? I was like, abso fucking Um, so I drove that for the rest of the weekend, dropped it off at his house, caught my plane back home. Um, and, uh, it was good. Oh, but the, to close out on the funny story, um, Years ago, when I was still living back in Boston, we got invited to a like a it was like a charity auction at a small bar in Faneuil Hall, which is an area uh, like a touristy area in in, um, in Boston. And all of a sudden, like, but it was like for wealthier people. Like, we weren't we were college kids. We weren't supposed to be there. Um, but like, there were like actual local athletes there, and Nomar Garcia Parra was there, who was a huge. No ma, exactly. And I'm outside talking to my grandmother on the phone because I was I I was a good kid once, and I was like, yeah, Nana, you know, uh, no, no, Ma here, no Ma here. here. Um, and, and he comes out, he walks out at the, as I'm talking to my grandmother on the phone. And he, I don't know if he was married to me. Oh, that's yet, right, but he, i He about was that. walking with like me and him, right? He was, he was leaving with he was leaving with yeah, he okay. was leaving with two chicks. Um, so I don't, I'm not gonna say what year it was because I don't remember, but. Um, he walks out and he's Maybe he's intoxicated, he and we all are. We sisters? all are. I, I'm not going to blow up his spot. He, you know, whatever. He walks out, <laughs> and he's drunk. I was like, hey, hey, but this was like a quiet party midweek, so like there wasn't like a lot of other people. And I was like, hey, hey, Nomar, you know what's up, man? Nice to meet you. I'm like, I'm talking to my grandma on the phone. She's a huge Red Sox fan. Do you, you want to just say hello? He's like, absolutely. Grabs a phone, says hello, talks to my grandmother, boom, 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 have a great That's night. Super- see you later. Like a week later, he's on a radio show. Uh, and and it's you know, a typical Boston talk show. And uh and they're like, Yeah, you know my, you know, blah blah blah, Boston fans. What's the worst part of dealing with these fucking <laughs> Boston fans? It's like, yo, I love Boston fans, but the one thing I hate and a random fan just sticks a cell phone in my face and asks me to say hello to someone on the other end, and I'm—I heard that I'm dying, dying laughing because me. at the time, at the time, he was happy, and I, I'm sure he didn't mean it sure. in that situation. I'm sure he means in crowds and blah 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 because he was—he's mo- like absolutely yeah. give me the phone. <laughs> but the fact he said it a week later is still one of my favorite things to think about as it relates to my grandmother because she loved the phone call, right. but a week later that shit it that that makes me fucking die. That that's is so, so funny. So sorry Nova Gasia Para. Um that's good. Oh, man. So, that's all I all i got that's a great spot to end it on i'm sorry for the instagram questions because there were some good ones but
1: i got one run along. instagram question actually i had two and i don't remember what the second one was think? but um i'm not even gonna
0: credit it I'll, I'll
1: credit this dude later i don't i don't even know where my phone is oh my phone is right here i'm recording on my
0: phone <laughs> yeah, right here.
1: so i can't but uh somebody asked me if i got my delta credit card and boom, oh, bitches! Yeah. Show it
0: carefully. Don't show the no. four digits. Oh, I don't, can't don't even do show it. that. Don't do what I did.
1: I don't know if you can see that shit. You I should can barely me. see that shit. Yeah. Uh, I'll can take I, a look. Can I just say but, that, like... We
0: can't have another... I, we can't have another I, podcast where I have to edit out <laughs> credit cards. All
1: right. So all you can see is my name. I've covered the four digits. But can I say that I'm a little bit disappointed? Because, like... Because it's, it's not as metal. Exactly. It looks metal as fuck but it doesn't feel metal it's like coated i don't know if it's powder coated or what it is but like it's not cold and it's a little bit more flexible than i anticipated i'm like man i might just ask did you have the reserve yeah Yeah. because that that card no no no, i didn't i didn't have the other one the 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 other metal reserve card but i thought this was metal too because it's made from aluminum from a 747 yeah but it's aluminum right yeah Value.
0: but I agree that that's the only thing I don't like. It about looks metal, and it is, doesn't it feel like fuck. metal, right? The because I had the the, the heavier right. card, the reserve one, and like that was a proper like <laughs> yeah, you bunk, want like, clean Throw this shit and down. And that was my first adult real because I've had an Amex Gold card right. for years, and that's nothing special. So when I finally got the a card right. for business. I got that reserve, the Delta reserve. I was like, damn, this is, this is substantial. And, and then I, I, I do still prefer this because it's made from fucking 747. And that is cool as shit. I felt like a complete
1: nerd talking to people for like the last week. Like people were actually asking about it. And I was just like, yeah, dude, I'm stuck. I can't wait. Like fucking big boy metal fucking car. Like, and it's like, that shit sounds like plastic. Like, I was like, well, "Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna flex next week. I'm gonna tap that shit on my aluminum computer base. It sounds exactly the same as my plastic
0: cards." No uh, the 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 other card that I re- the one I had prior was like stonken, yeah. like a clunk clunk, and I still am so happy that I have a card made from yeah, totally. 747. See, I, I, but that other other card, yeah,
1: was beefy. a fucking plane that traveled 68 million miles and it's. Lifetime. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're all yeah. made from the same plane. Yep. Which I was surprised about. I'm like, oh, right, right, which right. plane did you get? I'm like, no, they cut up one plane yeah. and made. They don't need <laughs> multiple planes to make these fucking cards. I saw yours and I was um, just like,
1: well, it's the same plane. It's the same plane. Same, same, same yeah, they, they, They're all okay. from the same plane. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, long story it's short, dope, it's, it's dope. dope, but it's not as dope as I anticipated. And thank you, thank you all for, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> Asking. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Sorry sorry that we wasted your time with hope this shit. You, hope, you all, hope, you all,
0: <laughs> hope you all had a happy fourth because this episode is going to run on the... Uh, actually, yeah, whatever. Next next, Whatever indeed. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm going to stop recording now. Thank everybody. Bye-bye. We'll talk to you all later. Oh